Thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Plug. I'm your host, Scott Simonson. You can always find our production wherever you find podcasts. When you search for daytime for the nightlife, we chose daytime for the nightlife because we feature conversations um, with people of interest from the entertainment industry as well as the businesses that support that industry. Uh, We will frequently speak to venue owners, agents, managers, uh, social media coordinators, live entertainers of musicians, uh, musical players, uh, vocalists of songwriters, stand-up comedians, comedy writers, producers, showrunners. Basically, if you're interested in it, we're willing to feature it and and talk to these people. That being said... On this episode, we have Jason Womp of Plaid Hawaii and Jason's uh, representation also of uh, a featured guest of this production, Dr. Charlie Kautz. So without further ado, let's get you dialed into this episode that is The Plug Podcast with Plaid Hawaii. Here we go. the episode thank you both so much for coming out we are blessed with the presence of jason womp and charlie Couts today what do you want to talk about no i'm just kidding he wants, he wants to talk about pizza for sure keep the pizza combo going. i think the most important thing that we get out there is your upcoming shows and events um because i know people want to know where they can see you and find you because no one wants to miss the plateau Hawaii show i hope so yeah so what do you have coming up uh, I have a lot of stuff coming up for the summer. Um, first is at Mad Planet. I'm doing a show with both my band Undercover Organism and Plaid Hawaii and Jailbreak, who does guitar. So he'll be playing some live stuff with me as well. That'll be a fun one. Then uh, Mambi on the Beach is the big festival this year. I played last year on the Silent Disco, and it was definitely one of the most fun shows I've ever played I mean it was packed there was a limbo that broke out in the middle of the set it got really (laughs) weird in the silent disco it was fun but this year I'll be on one of the main stages and like the it's on the beach everyone's dancing in sand it's very Plaid Hawaii vibe (laughs) festival for me to play at Uh, definitely one of my favorites I'm stoked for Um, otherwise there are few other shows here and there. We're going to be playing at the new uh, Boone and Crockett venue, the Cooperage. Um, and that's uh, after the Den Company show. We'll also be a live band. We're going to be doing a lot of live band stuff this summer. Um, me on bass, uh, jailbreak on guitar, and then different drummers and actually a couple different guitarists that will switch in and out throughout the summer and try out different people just to get different stuff going that's awesome and i feel like from an audience perspective people love it people love that element and it really helps people feel connected to the music and like they're part of something new because it feels like that's never been done before and it hasn't i mean a lot of we practice once in a while i mean some of the people live in chicago or madison and we don't practice all the time or sometimes at all before a show we're just kind of doing our own thing and then when we play live it's a lot of improvisation over the top 
which makes it more fun for me as well because you know it's not just a song that I produced exactly how it is it's I can get surprised in the middle of the set and look over and be like oh that was a cool little <laughs> thing I like that <laughs> so that's real how musicians can communicate with each other while performing most definitely yeah would you want to touch on that at all um, yeah, I mean, I played in Undercover, or still play, for seven years now, so, like, jam is a big part of what I do and what I'm used to, so being able is to Is it take, your soul? Um, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> That's tough. I said my soul was pizza last time, so <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta stay consistent. All right. Um, but it's definitely, like... Electronic music is cool because you can have something so perfect and polished and everything is exactly in time and mixed and mastered perfectly. So I like doing Jam Man and that because I can have both, you know, freedom to get creative in different ways and then combining them with the live band thing is just having that control over sound with the unpredictability of instruments makes it much more fun for me to get into absolutely jason and i have been seeing a lot of uh live music and shows lately where um a lot of electronic producers are incorporating elements of the live show um into their into their acts there you go <laughs> crazy um awesome. yeah they're incorporating those elements into their live acts um and it's it was something that uh, i really thought that we should start pushing because of Jason's background in uh, improv and jam music, just to incorpor incorporate that into the into the live show. Um, but we're, we're kind of seeing everyone starting to do that now. Um, we were just at Coachella, and uh, like three or four of our pr producers and uh, shows that we watched, I was always like, dude, he's got a live guitarist with him now, you know. So it's it's cool to see that, especially because um, that's what I, you know, that's what I'm. That's what we're into listening per to personally. So it's cool to see that. Yeah, Jamtronica is the future. Yeah, it was a thing and then it kind of went away and now it's coming it's back, back again. So Thank it's like, it's, it's, a cool, it's a cool time in music. I it's, love it. It's that. less jam now. It's more like specific parts played live, mm -hmm. I feel like, with, with most electronic. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I do jam, but it's more like, clean. Yeah, most people that have a live guitarist, it's like they have a specific part that they're playing <laughs> <Yeah>. every time. <laughs> Not, not too many people are doing long five-minute guitar solos over the top of what they're doing. Damn stuff, shame. So, you know, it's those three-minute pop songs that people get into. Right. When it's a extended jam, you lose people. Right. <laughs> and to quote Mindy Kaling, I'll never listen to Fish because songs should be three-minute longs and Nicki Minaj raps in the middle. <laughs> uh, I, I still listen to Fish. I love Fish. Yeah. But if Nicki Minaj sang in the middle of a Fish song, oh, next level. I'd leave. Oh. <laughs> I wouldn't. I'd be excited to see yeah. the reaction. Right? Where's all the this fish going? Fans. I know. They'd love it. All right. It'd be, it'd be all right. Fish fans are normally a very loving bunch. They're very open, and um, they will show you footage on their phone from a Fish show for like 45 minutes before moving on. It's happened to me on a number of occasions where they're like, no, Fish New Year's was sick. And they're like, look at So they gave everyone in the audience a wristband that was colored, and then they changed the lights to match the, the colors of the production. And they're like, no, 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 this part is better. Just going on and on and on. 
I've but, experienced this yeah, multiple times. It's real. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> Do you feel like a certain um, subset of people are most receptive to your music? Um, I don't think that there is a specific type of person that's into it. I've noticed that there's actually a lot of different people that like it. And I've actually been surprised with like the range of people that like it. I get people that are even in their like 40s and 50s that are like, hey, I used to be a big raver in the 90s and I liked really happy music and that kind of went away and hearing you do that makes me really happy and they come out to my shows and stuff and I was not expecting that. I kind of expected more of like a younger college crowd, which I definitely still get, but um, I think because there's still melodies and lyrics and instruments that a wider variety of people are into it than someone that hears like a EDM sound and is just like, ah, oh, that's noise and <laughs> right. I don't like it. <laughs> Hard style's not for me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes down a little smoother and has things that people are familiar with. If it's all just synthetic, it feels robotic. And when you have instruments and vocals, it kind of makes people be like, oh, I, I know this. I'm comfortable with this already. Right. It's not robot noises. Because <laughs> right. I'll, I'll play different things, too. Like, uh, I have uh, a couple shows this summer, like, at Summerfest. And then uh, uh, just got asked to headline Brady Street Festival, which I'm really excited about. That's huge. That's awesome. What date is that? We can also look it up. 28th, July 28th. July 28th, awesome. We'll make sure we're around. That's yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. Gonna be, it's going to be fun. Yeah, I'm really stoked for that, but that's one where, you know, you kind of, if I was up there playing really hard EDM, I don't think that half the people there would be appreciative mm -hmm. of that. Or, um, I also have one that I'm playing, like, downtown for the World Cup, and that's probably going to be a lot of people, too, that are all different ages and different styles of music that might not want to hear just straight up electronic music. Mm -hmm. right. So you don't mind playing to the masses? I like it. You like it? That's awesome. <laughs> the, That's more, cool. the more people that are there and dancing, the better I feel and the better I can let go. I would much rather play to thousands of people than two people because two people you're staring right in their faces mm -hmm. and you're like, if, yeah. you're, if you're not impressing them, you know it. <laughs> and then I'm not going to, you know, be dancing around, getting all crazy on stage, more reserved, unless people give me energy to feed off of. Absolutely. It would be a missed opportunity if we didn't talk about your um, PR or um, the activity that you bring out on social media. There is a reason you need to be following Plaid Hawaii on Instagram, Facebook, any platform that you are on, um, listeners, because I swear, one week you'll be hanging out with the Yoda kid. The next week you, you'll have a happen chance with Bill Murray on a cliffside occurrence. And then somewhere you've got hackers breaking into ESPN and <laughs> dropping your... We had a good run there yeah, for that was a couple awesome. months. Was uh, what did you call it? Accidental PR? Yeah, <laughs> our we're the kings of accidental PR. Everyone was hitting me up. Uh, for the ESPN thing, I woke up in the morning and I saw all these texts and everyone was like, dude, good job with the ESPN shout out. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and, um, and I, I we mean, we still haven't figured out. We still don't know happened. how it happened at, at all, um, which is great. Um, but uh, yeah, we and then and then Jason goes to California and 
runs into Bill Murray in the weirdest spot, gets to hang out with him. Um, the first five minutes we're at Coachella, he meets Yodel Kid. And, and Justin Bieber, like and Justin literally Bieber. back to back. And I mean, it was it was pretty pretty bizarre. Right place, right time, I guess. I yeah, know. it's like the world is trying to throw you do you a favor, which is great. It's great. So follow follow Plat Hawaii on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, anything else? That any other platforms that you're on? Spotify. Uh, Spotify, for Spotify, sure. SoundCloud. That's huge. Yeah. Um, we actually just uh, put out PlatHawaii.com. So. Yeah, launching a website. Keep up with everything, and if you forget where anything's at, it's a good it's point of reference. <laughs> really? On the website, would someone be able to buy a t-shirt? Uh, they would, and I'm glad you brought that up, because we actually brought t-shirts for you guys. No, oh. you didn't! Yeah, you guys, oh, so my cool. God. You guys have done a, a, a lot of good things for the music community <laughs> and wow. for us, so we wanted to... Give you some Jurassic Park plaid Hawaii Thank t-shirts. Thank you. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. That's, that's huge. so cool. Thanks. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Yay. We just can't all wear it at the same time. Okay. Gotcha. And mine's the smaller <laughs> size. Unless we all right? go do yeah, the V neck. We got the deep V for, <laughs> for Scott. <you>. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Got, got a shot for men packs. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he works out. <laughs> got to show it off. Oh my gosh. No. Uh, well, that's this awesome. is great. That's yeah, that's I'm really excited. Really happy about that. It's, Thank you so much. That's cool. Anything, any story behind the design the logo? Yeah. Um, it was actually a show that I was supposed to play in Chicago that ended up getting canceled, which is funny. It was like a, a dinosaur-themed show. Uh-huh. Uh, and so cool. Thank you. I just... I don't know. I, th- I thought it'd be cool to kind of like m- remake some different famous logos. So I took different movie pictures or logos and like kind of used their font and stuff. Basically copyright infringement. Yeah, you know, <laughs> standard. Uh, standard. But, but that one, people really seem to like, like when I posted it. Oh yeah, um, it's awesome. It's it was, really cool. Charlie called me right away. He's like, we need shirts of that like now. <laughs> yeah. So. Cool. So there, there they are. Good stuff. Well, thank you. Um, speaking of copyright infringement. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is this a sting? No, this isn't at all. Um, I'm just curious, though, uh, with music, what steps do you need to go through to use a track or a clip or something like that? Um, and we can cut this yeah. out, edit this if we need yeah. to. With, yeah. with me using it or no, with other No, just in general. People? Yeah, other like, people. Say we're not even talking about you and your process yeah. at all. We're talking about someone who's in their bedroom and they they hear one of your songs or your tracks. And they're like, oh my God, this is amazing. I'm putting together my own music because I just got Ableton Live. And they just want to drop in some of that. How do you as an artist want people to approach you about something like it's that? Like a sample, I guess. Is- oh, um, I mean, I didn't very open i just want people to contact me mm-hmm. i mean i let uh, i have lots of friends that do hula hoop videos and they have hard time posting videos with people's music because it gets taken down and i always let people use my music for free if they want to hoop to it or toy or whatever some wanted to use it in one of their films or whatever mm-hmm. they want to do just ask me yeah i mean we I'd, I'd be flattered if people want to sample my stuff or use it so we've we've had a lot of people who have done favors for us too, you know, and, and using graphic art and things like that. So um, I think the the key is is just asking permission, you know. Yeah, you'd, you'd be really surprised what people will let you do if you just ask them. I mean, people think artists are these like huge things, but a lot of times they're just regular people that are flattered that someone wants to use their thing. 
For sure. Um, and it's a lot of the time just missing the communication that people overstep their bounds. They didn't, they don't reach out ahead of time and they just make whatever they want to make. And that's when it's like, well, no, we didn't talk about this, man. I don't know who you are. You're not on my guest list. Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. There's a lot of proper channels to follow, especially in the music industry. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like the thing. It's like it takes four or five years of just being in the industry just to figure out those proper channels and, right. and to learn to follow them. And then once you learn to follow them, you can kind of do the things that you need to do because you're doing it in the proper way. Um, but it's, it's constantly an ever-changing uh, step of, of channels. So right. it's like, it's like it, just trying to constantly evolve. I think that's, oh, excuse me. Um, I think that's one thing in the short time that Scott and I have been working with you, Charlie, is that you've helped us learn the systems and I'm just- I'm still learning just, myself. <laughs> what steps you need to go through to record at certain places, to film at certain places. Don't wear a white and blue plaid checkered shirt when you're shooting photos at a place. Yeah. Wear black. It's the industry standard for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, and you, I, we should also say thank you for introducing us to the the Players Network. Really, just on a conversational yeah. basis, um, it was great. Like when Marcus Rezac, mm. yeah. we came out to your show. Tonic Room, shout out to the Tonic Room in Chicago. Great venue for the Players Network or mm-hmm. Players Community. It's so cool. And this, that's a phrase, the Players Network that we heard up from Dave Watts from the Motet. Mm-hmm. He was talking about the Players Network and the different players who uh, play music with each other and you know do side projects and they have their main band but then they go off and um, explore a jam Love with each that. other yeah. look at there's jeff alberts he should come in here and do a quick pop in pop the door pop the door pop the door oh just no pop in just say hey on the, on the podcast so uh we happen to be doing a little uh uh pop pop, pop into this camera real quick you're perfect don't worry um, it's a good shot of his back. Oh, yeah. take a step back. Oh, there's one over here. Yeah. Whoa, there's cameras everywhere. Surprise. <laughs> it's true. How are you guys all doing? Hi, What's Jeff. Up, <laughs> Wonderful. Just uh, on the rooftop. We just got everything sound checked, so yeah. ready to go, locked and yeah, loaded. That's perfect. Alec is in a good mental awesome. state, okay. and he's Thanks. ready to do his thing. Perfect. So, so we'll, we'll wrap too. this in a bit, 10 minutes, and we'll be right up. Cool. Yes, take your time. Thank you so much again for of having course. me. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> the plug is literally the plug. Oh, shit. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. See, you See you in a minute. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Do you want to talk about your new music? I would like to talk about my new music. Yeah, yeah let's um, do it. So I've actually not been doing all that much show-wise the last few months uh, trying to create new music because when you're touring and playing every single weekend, it's very difficult to be constantly writing a new set, especially with the live band where you have to learn all these different parts and practice with all these different people and it's definitely easier to focus on writing music without a show every single weekend or both days of every single weekend um so i've been doing uh a few different remixes that i finished up um some of which were finding all those fun things about the proper channels to release remixes of other people's stuff and how you do it and a lot of times coming up with you can't put it on Spotify, you can only put it on SoundCloud and hope that they don't take it down. So, you know, that's fun. But um, <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, 
I just put out uh, a remix from my friends uh, Win and Wu in Chicago and Bryce Fox called Chicago, uh, and that is now available on SoundCloud. And then I have. Uh, you guys also produced a video, music video for that as well, right? Right. So that was uh, the actual Win and Wu's music video of the acoustic version where I played bass on it, and we filmed that in Chicago, and that turned out pretty cool. Yeah, that was super sick. Mm-hmm. Well done, very well done. That was one, of the, was one of the best. Isn't that Yoder? Yeah, one of the best video editors in the industry. So it was That's cool awesome. to have something of that caliber to be a part of. Yeah, we we love those guys. They've done a lot for Jason, and uh, they I, we met them at a show that Jason played at the Miramar with Autograph. So it was Autograph, uh, Melv, yeah, Win and Woo, and Plaid Hawaii. So that was. When was that? Like three years ago? Yeah, two, it was two, two years ago. Two years ago. So that's, that's where awesome. we met them, and we really hit it off with those guys. I had actually met them before. Um, we didn't realize it until that show, but I had met them at Manby on the Beach. I had adjusted um, Nick, and he was like, oh, dude, you're the guy that gave me a chiropractic adjustment on the beach. Um, <laughs> and it, So that was pretty fun. Um, but we really hit it off with those guys, and they've done a lot of – they've kind of uh, taken us uh, – taken Jason under his wing a little bit, so they're, we're appreciative of that. That's cool. That plays into helping people out and then you kind of get it back in return, which I've seen is huge in this industry. Most definitely. A lot of back scratching going on. It's a good thing. <laughs> no one's got a missed area. Scott. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that no. inappropriate? No. Modes? Being nice in this industry goes insanely far and it's something that I feel is overlooked a lot. And especially if you're a DJ and you're just one person doing something to not be egotistical is huge <laughs> yeah so what that's a good do what are some of the don'ts of the industry where do egotistical is obviously one that pr- creates more hurdles than uh, avenues I mean essentially just staying humble and not not acting like what you're doing is all that great and finding out about other people I mean, same any life lessons you learned as a kid from your parents are great life lessons to use in the dj world as well i mean if you meet someone and you talk about all the cool things that you've done and all the people you've opened for you come off like a jerk whereas if you ask them about their music their approach um i don't know some of the best discussions i've had with djs have been uh, nothing about music just talking about you know their relationships their their goals fantasy football whatever they're into (laughs) like it's just getting to know people and you know these people are out on the road touring all the time and don't have a ton of friends that they see on a day-to-day basis so everyone they talk to wants to talk to them about music and what they're doing and how they wrote some specific song or whatever so just being being human yeah, I mean, that, you, really well. you said that those are lessons you learned from your parents. Not everyone learns those. You must have some pretty supportive parents. Yes, my parents are awesome. I would like to plug my parents right now. <laughs> um, no, I've had uh, tons of support from them. They're great people. Uh, they both have good taste in music, and uh, my dad helped shape my taste in music a lot as a kid, like introduced me to Beatles and Zeppelin and all really good classic rock that... Um, maybe it doesn't sound like what I play, but definitely still the roots. still helps. Like <laughs> the Beatles are super innovative in the studio, and like they do so many crazy things that are still like standard in the 
mixing and mastering phases and stuff that you wouldn't really think like, oh, a DJ's using this thing, but like just they created like how we pan music in general to like have like vocals on right and left channels and drums in specific places. So that's been used for 40 plus years as like a standard spread. So you can get lots of inspiration from any type of music and I try to. Yeah. That's awesome. And it definitely speaks to the technical side of uh, production and music production that the average listener, like myself, doesn't really know. Like, what? Different things on different... What? <laughs> yeah, channeling your audios and your tracks. and Well, a group of ours that are... Or a group of musicians that are friends of ours just released their new album and the mastering from one album to the next made such a big difference and um, I would imagine that has everything to do with which channel placement you're putting different instruments on. There's a million tiny decisions that create huge impact like you don't hear them as you're going along really if you're like oh this little cut I made in the high frequency here yeah it's not something you audibly hear but all those little changes add up to really big dynamic results at the end that are different and I mean, just my, if you listen to a song I played, made a year ago to right now is like night and day. And it's not something necessarily that you, if you just listen to one song you'd hear, but like if I was playing a show and I mixed like someone else's song into one of my songs, like now it's much more difficult for people to know which is which. Whereas before, like a year or two ago when I was starting out, like I'd mixed one of mine and it'd be like way quieter and not have the same impact when it hits and stuff. So. There's definitely uh, a lot, a lot of, a lot of <laughs> oomph that comes from knowing how to properly mix and master. Rolling. <laughs> Perfect. But, <laughs> but yeah, um, I have a, a a new EP that I'm trying to work on as well. Um, my last EP was called Flora, and it was all instrumental. And uh, this one's going to be called Fauna, and it's going to be all vocalists. I want to work with all different vocalists for every track on the song. And that's what I've been working on, and it's been much more difficult than writing instrumental stuff, because <laughs> now I have to learn how to write lyrics that aren't cheesy, and how to write vocal melodies, because a lot of times you talk to a vocalist, and they're like, just tell me what to sing and mm -hmm. how to sing it, and I'll sing it. Some of them have better ideas of yeah, melodies it needs to and come writing, from me. but it needs to come from the inside yeah <laughs> but yeah um i just finished uh warm front is the name of the new song uh hasn't been released yet but it's a collab between uh dash cam who's another milwaukee producer on the nice fm label that we do a lot with and then uh olivia gonzalez sang who sang on my song night sky so it was cool working with her again and this one's a little more pop oriented. So I think it'll be a really cool song to release for summer. I'm stoked for that. Um, I just started a, a couple other collabs here with uh, a producer named Adam, who's from Minneapolis that I like his stuff a lot. Uh, been listening to him for a few years and I met him at Somerset last year when we played together and he makes tropical house music and was into my stuff and decided to collab so that's going to be pretty cool 
and then working on some new stuff with uh, Jailbreak. We've made a couple songs together now and just started a new one yesterday that is sounding pretty cool already. They cranked, <laughs> they cranked it out. They cranked it out really quick. They started it yesterday and came over and played it for me. I'm like, how long have you been working on this? And they're like, it's four hours. <laughs> That's sounds, awesome. It sounds good, though. It sounds very, uh, very good. Very different, but very good. Yeah, working with other people helps a lot because it's like when you're on your own, you can just be lazy and scroll through presets for a long time. But when you have someone else looking over your shoulder, you kind of have to make quick decisions and you feel the pressure of like, oh, they're watching me. Like, I got to do really well. And we're both people that struggle with laziness. So when we work together, we kind of keep each other on track. And That's awesome. It's, it's good, too, because it'll, it'll just force both of us to work quicker so and more two, efficiently. So two lazies equal one not lazy? <laughs> Super productive. Okay. Yeah. Right. I love it. If they're cool. passionate about what they're doing, yes. <laughs> passionate laziness. That could be a nice... <laughs> That's what you should name the song. Oh, <laughs> so uh, upcoming festivals for this summer that we can't miss. Would you say Mambi is one? What else? Um, Summerfest is always a fun one. Um, I'm, I'm going to summer camp next week. Mm -hmm. uh, my band's actually playing. Uh, Undercover but, Organism? Yes. Awesome. And there might be some secret Plaid Hawaii sets there to, uh -oh. be, to be decided. Um, uh, other exciting things are I'm doing my first headlining show in Madison and Chicago. I've played in both cities before, but I've never headlined. In so. July. That's huge. Yeah, in July, both those. So I'm very excited about that. Um, and the, the Majestic Theater in Madison is one of my favorite venues in Wisconsin. So headlining there has definitely been a goal of mine that I'm excited to cross off the list. I think we need to give a round of applause for that one. <laughs> listeners in your home, start clapping now, because that's, that's huge. Yeah, that's, that's such epic. an accomplishment. That's actually yeah. the Majestic. Can I share that's where my love of live music was born. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's where she got her foot in the door too. I guess um, you could say that. First street team uh, she oh, contributed yeah. to was the Majestic, um, wrapping flyers in the dead of winter, um, and one of the only one of the only people that I saw consistently filling up the the streets with flyers. But was um, was Jesse Sherman working with them then? Do you know? No, him? I, this was two thousand and eight to two thousand and twelve. Uh, okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's cool. He's the guy we've been working with through them, and he's a really cool guy. And um, is They have a new venue up there now, the Sylvie, which is going to be a 2,500-person room, I believe. Oh, that's that awesome. number could be a little off, but... That's huge, though. That's really large. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think it's by the High Noon Saloon, isn't it? Yeah, it's like oh, cool. right behind the High Noon. Yeah, so, so that's, that's really cool. That's exciting for the Madison music scene to be getting a, another really that's big room. Um, so that'll be cool to kind of see the, uh, the lineup that they're unfolding is already really, really, really stacked. So check that out. Yeah, that's huge. Awesome. What was the name of that venue again? I was Sylvie. Messing with you. Sylvie. Yeah. The Sylvie. Not, not where Jason is playing in July, but <laughs> hopefully yeah. next July. Hopefully soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. That's awesome. Yeah. I think one of my biggest regrets of my life, um, not that we should ever have regrets because choices lead you to where you are now. But uh, right out of college, they offered me the marketing coordinator position at the Majestic. It's like full-time salaried. Mm. And I was like, no, I'm going to go see String Cheese in yeah. Oregon. And yep. so instead, we went to Red Rocks and then out to Horningside Out. And then got back and moved to the Milwaukee in the fall. But, and but then, were they good shows, though? 
They're amazing. All right. <laughs> Life changing. Life changing. Yeah. And then we got to move to Milwaukee and then we wouldn't be sitting in this room. Right yeah, now. I no. know. We might be at the Majestic, but you'll be there this summer anyway. Yeah. So like you get. Yeah, this this was the goal, I think, for me, why I wanted to work in the industry was to be able to talk with the cool people who are doing big things. And here we are. So. Likewise. So good job. Yeah, we're excited to talk to the cool people <laughs> in the industry doing big things as well. This is where we plug oh, the plug. Yeah. 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 This is a this is a plug for the plug. If you guys would both say thank you for listening to the plug, I'm just kidding. You can. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the plug. Oh, perfect. Nice. I guess we can wrap the episode. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is Plaid Hawaii. Oh yeah. Thank you for the. There you go. No. Nope. One, one take. One, one take. take. One and done. Awesome. Right. Anything else we want to say before we go hang out on that rooftop? Thank you for having us, guys. We appreciate you. It's our of pleasure. Course, yeah. Of course. Thanks for um, coming to the new studio and um, having fun with us today. Absolutely. One more quick, quick chance. Anyone you want to shout out? Anyone we should tag in this episode? Anyone you want to say thank you to? Um, our moms. <laughs> yeah. Always got to Se- give shout out to <laughs> Second to parent plug. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I know his mom. He knows my mom. They're great. They're, they're great people. They're great. <laughs> <laughs> they, they brought Actually, us. Here. They brought us into this world. Both of them are Plaid Hawaii fans, and yeah. they both they both come to shows. We need to give them out. shirts. Yeah. They don't have shirts. Oh, you my need to give them shirts. Oh. You need to give your mom shirts. They both have Plaid Hawaii stickers on their water bottles. They're really? Yeah. Oh, our mom should be best friends. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Someday. Awesome. That's what we decided from this. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks That's again good. for coming out. Yeah, as always, thanks for tuning in to The Plug, and we'll see you on the next episode. All right. Yeah. Bye. Bye. So there you have it, people. That was the Plaid Hawaii episode. We hope you enjoyed it. If you did, we invite you to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode and the ones proceeding. And if you would like and comment on your favorite part of this piece or something you'd like to see next or someone you think that we should should speak with, uh, don't hesitate. We're, we're always accepting and responding to emails at pluggedintotheplug at gmail.com. Again, that is pluggedintotheplug at gmail.com. If you have an interesting interest in advertising with our production, um, same place, pluggedintotheplug.com. And a lot of times we've got some uh, pretty progressive deals where uh, there's no money up front, and it's it's strictly performance-based. So please feel free to reach out and get some of our demographic information. And uh, don't hesitate to engage and ask us questions or uh, get, supply some feedback. All the best. Have a great summer. For more music, please visit or Google Plaid Hawaii. Talk to you soon. <laughs>